Hi everyone. Uh, yeah, I thought I'd talk about the specific work. As uh, you've heard, I, I, I've actually uh, worked in the public realm for a long time. I've run, I, I, I've made a lot of um, large-scale works. I run a kind of parallel practice, which is um, really more studio-based, but um, that, that kind of tends to feed my uh, public works. But most of my public works are specific, if you like, to the site and the conditions of the site. And so they're quite diverse in the way that they are um, resolved or um, expressed. Um, so uh, I'm kind of in, a, in, a, in a way, I, I, I'm probably known for a lot of works being very different. Um, this work um, I'm going to talk to you about today um, is, as, as you've heard, for a refurbished building, um, uh, RMIT building, which is called the Emily McPherson building. And I was approached to, to be one of the artists, shortlisted artists, to actually look at the building, look at the site, and actually develop a, a potential work for that site. Um, in doing that, I uh, usually what I do is, is to research the site and try and find a way, um, try and find a, a way of um, getting into the project and uh, making a work or proposing a work that I actually want to make. Very easy to be, work, to sort of um, work in this sort of public realm and uh, find yourself very restricted by. Um, by the conditions, if you like, of briefs and what have you. So, I um, that's been it's quite an important thing for me actually. Um, so, this site, I, I, I'm going to run you through actually this proposal that I put together because I think it illustrates sort of partly my approach. Um, the site was originally built for. I'll run you through here. The site. Um, the building was originally built uh, in about 1920, opened in 1920, and it was um, the first uh, women's college. And at that time, they were going to deliver a curriculum or, called the um, uh, uh, Domestic Sciences or Domestic Arts, which was basically uh, um, designed to uh, teach women what you now call home economics, really. Um, it was mainly, I think, uh, a college for working women. Um, and um, in my research, uh, I met quite a number of people who've been to the college well, over the years, so, and their grandmothers. So it was quite a significant, actually, college in, the, uh, in Melbourne, in Victoria. I, the site on the top left-hand side was in fact at the top of the building, behind the colonnade, and it's a, basically a parapet wall. And um, so it's like the uh, kind of false um, top of the building. And so the idea was that the, 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 uh, the work would somehow have to um, address that wall and that site, which had been used as a, as a, a sort of as a recreational space, on, a roof space. Um, the building had been restored and, and uh, they wanted to use the, this space as a kind of, again, 
as a sort of recreational space for the students. Uh, the college had I, run until 1974, I think, um, and in different guises, had a very, I think it become the fashion school, and now I think it's a business faculty. So there's a whole range of things in that. How, how do you approach a site like this and, and address, sort of try and think through it um, in an interesting way? My PhD, actually, um, based upon a number of other works that I've done, is actually a, about the history of relief and surface in, um, in the city. And so um, I'm very interested in, in our, um, how the surface of things, both of, um, if you like, historically art, um, and the surface of the city, uh, and how we occupy the surface, if you like, um, how that's evolved, and how that affects us and how technology over a period of time has actually changed our perception of space and time. Um, time obviously is a, is a, was a significant thing for this, this and I wanted to some, make a work that would celebrate the people who went to this school um, and what they learned. And I had some personal collect... Uh, so I did some research. Part of the library was retained uh, part, part of the library had been retained by RMIT um, library and so um, I did some research in the library um, I'm academic here I've been teaching here for a long time and so as a teaching school I felt that I should make a work or certainly I was interested in the work that would somehow reflect the, the kinds of activities that the students would have learnt uh, at that period of time. Um, I'm also interested in trying to find a, an equivalent, if you like, to a sculptural activity. So, I, let me have a look. So I did some research and actually, and actually drew on books that had, that had been used to teach at that time. There are a number of activities which I was going to draw on to. The main two activities actually were cooking and, and dressmaking. My grandmother had been a seamstress and taught me how to, to, uh, how to make things when I was young. So I kind of felt I had a connection. She was, um, you know, she's no longer, she's dead now, but um, she would have been, you know, a, in sort of that war era. Um, anyway, some of these were some of the books. I mean, some of the activities and some of the things there were kind of fascinating in various ways. So I did quite a lot of research into these various activities. I was also interested in, 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 in a kind of a sort of instructional or diagrammatic aspect of these books. Um, and um, yeah, so that's really where I started. Um, as I said, I, I did some I did quite a lot of research and I decided actually with this proposal in fact to take one of the books and start from the front page to make two books, one inside another. And I sort of felt that in a way that was, uh, that, some, that, that had something to do with the way that I'd approached the work. 
So I start with the front page of this particular book and move through it. And inside there are a number of things which start to illustrate my, my interest. Obviously the, there's, there's a, another level of within the site that I'm looking at simultaneously and that is that it's a wall um, that I'm making a work for. Not only a wall that's um, just flat but a wall that actually wraps around you. So it creates, if you like, a kind of... Uh, uh, it envelops you in a particular way and that was the other thing I was interested in that uh, I would create some embodied experience so it wouldn't just be like you were looking at a flat wall, you'd have to move around this thing, um, feel like you were enveloped in it. The site was incredibly dull and boring and um, bland and I felt needed something which had some kind of, which was energetic and I suppose the spirit of the work I was after was that somehow you were in a space of making, that, that, that there was a kind, you felt like you, there, there was a sort of... Um, a sense of activity, a sense of something being in, in the process of becoming, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, so I'll just run through some of this. I found this image of this pattern table with these things laid out on it. I actually really was the kind of, between the series, these various images, it was a kind of inspiration really for the work in the end. I quite like, I mean, the idea of patterns um, and making sense of patterns uh, the way we actually look at things and make, make patterns make sense of them through patterning them in various ways uh, also interests me a perceptive sort of if you like sort of ideas of perception but making sense of something and I think a, a, a sort of an idea of um, fragmentation so I'm kind of interested in, 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 if you like, a work that acknowledges the ruin. Um, and I think this work, actually, I mean, this is a sort of moot, this is this kind of moment, this moment in the early 20th century, which is sort of between, you know, identify it as constructivism or cubism. This work actually sort of operates between those two things. Okay. So, they're the kind of themes, if you like. I, my normal approach to make a model, um, I have to somehow make it physical and start to think through it. I'd um, found all the pattern books, started making, bringing, and there's, I mean, there's text there you can read through. This is sort of, but basically I started to make this model. I made a model of the site, a scale model of the site, and then I started to think through how I could actually make this completely, if you like, cover this site. I wanted to also make a work that was, that was multi-layered and that was opening up. Had, the pro, had this feeling that this thing was unfolding. So, um, the other thing I'd say about it is I didn't want it to actually feel like it was, you could actually make, you could complete it. That you could actually make something out of it. I wanted it always to be, if you like, a problem somehow, that it was always um, in the process of becoming something. The thing about the wall, obviously, is the wall is the surface 
if you like, of the of the building. Um, and it's a it's a uh, if you, what's the word for uh, it's a threshold actually between the building and and the city. And so the space contained within the gallery or within the um, the college and the space outside seemed to me that I wanted to make a relationship between what was the activity in there and what was learnt there and what the people went on to do out in the world. It seemed to me there's this, this thing about this, this building and its place in the city and in the plan, if you like, in the surface of the city um, and, and what was going outside. So, again, the other aspect that I'm interested in is the relationship between the horizontal and the vertical and how one flips between the other. So it's both the plan, if you like, and the, and the vertical surface. And so there's continuous flipping between the two. The space we're standing in and the space we're looking into. And, and, and it's, a, it's a mechanism that I'm actually quite interested in, um, in regard to how we, if you like, move around the city, but also how we place ourselves in the world. And it's partly, I suppose it's partly come from my interest in the history of aerial photography. Uh, uh, but, um, yeah, and how that changed, it's changed our perception of space, if you like. So, yeah, so I'll just, this is, I won't, I, we only got about 45 minutes, I'm going to leave some questions. Some digital models, so I work with someone to produce digital models, so we could do some tests. The other, there's an, the other aspect to this is also I wanted this layer, this layer of information, so that there was also a kind of um, there's a kind of inscription, if you like, which was sort of nonsensical at a certain level. So patterns, obviously, there's a system to make sense, and then I'm just kind of interested in where that becomes nonsensical or certainly starts to become chaotic, and so. The sorts of information that you find on patterns, for instance, and I, I certainly looked at a lot of those, um, I wanted to kind of use that to inscribe in the surface of this work. Uh, and I had some other ideas, actually, to, which, would, which, would, um, which would sort of, if you like, uh, maybe confuse that more, and that was recipes. Now, in the end, I decided not to use that. Um, but, um, yeah, it just gives you some idea of this, uh, this, a number of things, actually, that I was thinking about. So these were the images that we produced. I did look at a number of different, different costumes, or different types of clothing from different eras. I, one from you know historical, contemporary, and future, and the future ones were things like Obi Wan Kenobi's cloak, you know, these fantasy costumes made for scientific for science fiction movies, those sorts of things. I, I, I in a way, I suppose I, I yeah, sort of interested in this notion of time and how, um, yeah. How you know it's a complex thing actually to talk about time, um, but um, how 
the past, the present, and the future, how they can, you know, simultaneously, I suppose, exist. What I might do is go through this and then there's some questions. So this is, again, this is another, just another slide. Some examples of things I've done before. Samples. I've always loved samples of things. I suppose obviously there, there obviously is this notion of fabric. Fabric of time, fabric of the city. The, 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 if you like, the fabric, the, the, the things we wear on our bodies. And I had this, I suppose I sort of had this idea that this work was somehow about a collective body. It's always related back to this group of people who'd, um, who'd been, been students there. So these things, obviously, there's a whole range of other, other things underneath these projects. The engineering, the material choices, how, how you can actually make the thing. It actually turned out to be incredibly complicated work, far more complicated than any of us knew it would be. I mean, it was always going to be the idea that to actually create something that effortlessly seems like it's opening and closing um, and, and, and sort of um, crisp, quite fine, um, it's a nice idea, but to actually achieve it is really quite difficult. So, you can see this is the end of the book. This book obviously was taken out a few times. I think the last time, I don't quite can't read that. So, we did some tests, decided to actually make this in aluminium. The idea was going to be fixed to this wall. There was some unbelievable amount of fixings it was going to take. We had to work out different ways of doing it. 